0: good morning, good morning. hey everybody's doing good this morning it's a <clears throat> it's a beautiful morning to to be alive it's a beautiful morning to to serve the Lord so I didn't know you were going to end with that song I was going to request one more think we can maybe sing it yeah. 322 uh, in the Christian hymn there you want to lead that I think that's the one we know. Is that right? How firm foundation? Yeah. You want to lead that for us? Christian How firm,
1: firm a foundation! foundation ye sense of the Lord, Lord, Lord is laid Lord for your faith in faith His excellent word. word. The the Lord Lord said, <coughs> and to you has said unto the Savior more refuge hath fled fear not I am with thee I'll be not dismayed for I am thy God I will still give thee aid I cause to stand up So
0: Thank you. I want to sing that song because that is what I would like to talk about this morning for a devotional. Um, I titled this, How Firm a Foundation. That song says, Though the deep waters I call thee to go, the rivers of sorrow shall not overflow. For though I will be with thee through thy troubles to bless and sanctify thee to thy deepest distresses. There's another, um, I was looking at another hymnal, there's actually a fifth verse that says we actually will go through the the trially uh, fires and and God God will be there for us. So thank you. I would like to talk a little bit about foundations. And I'd like you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. You know, we all know that that foundations when you set out to to build a house the foundation is one of the most important parts of that house you know you can have the best materials you could build the house as strong as you want but if you don't have a good foundation it's not going to stand a few um a few interesting facts I'd like to to say is um when, when an engineer goes to build a, a skyscraper, I didn't, I didn't, I knew they went deep, but I looked up a few facts. There's uh, the Twin Towers over in Malaysia, um, that engineer designed those buildings to, to build 1,230 feet into the air. So they went, I'll just draw one of them, so they built this, they built this tower They went 1,000, over 1,000 feet into the air. Well, in order for them to go 1,230 feet into the air, they had to literally dig down 400 feet. I don't know if I got my proportions right, but they had to dig a foundation 400 feet into the ground. And, you know, that, you know I, I recently had a, a well dug, and they went, you know, they didn't even go 300 feet and how hard it is for them to drill down 300 feet. Imagine digging a basement 400 feet into the ground. And then after that, they'll actually, they'll actually drive long um, anchors into the rock to, uh, to keep that building standing strong. <coughs> and um, they're, they're different for all buildings. You know, the, the Twin Towers in the U.S., when they built those, um, they only had to go 70 feet into the ground, until they hit solid rock. So however, how, however far they had to go to hit solid rock, to have a firm foundation. <clears throat> you know, and more important than, than a physical foundation, we all, we all know how important those are, is the foundation we are building our lives on. The foundation we're building our lives on is going to affect us Now it's going to affect us years down the road, it's going to affect our families, it's going to affect those around us, and eventually it will determine our eternal destiny. So, I'd like to read a few verses here in First Corinthians. We're going to um, start in verse 9. It says, For we are laborers together with God, ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, another buildeth thereon, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. For if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, or stubble, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. So I'd like to to stop there. So, a strong foundation is important, as we saw here in this chapter. And a strong foundation is is vital to inheriting eternal life. 1 Timothy 6.19 says, Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they might lay hold on eternal life. So we see here a foundation. If we want to make it to heaven, if we want to inherit eternal life, we better be building on a good foundation foundation. You know, and this foundation, as 1 Corinthians says here, is nothing other than Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus Christ is the only foundation that will be there from generation to generation and on into eternity. It is the only foundation that will stand forever. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. It says the foundation of God standeth sure. What does that mean? It means immovable. Jesus, his foundation will never move. It's a foundation that we can trust in we can trust to build our lives on Jesus Christ. Um, 2 Samuel 22.3 says, The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my refuge, and my Savior. So we know from that passage that, that he is a foundation we can trust to build our lives on. You know, he's not going to turn on us. He's not going to let us down. He's not going to, um, he, he won't break his promises. It says, the God of my rock, that rock is that foundation. It says, I will trust. He is my shield. What does that mean? He's our protection. <coughs> he is our salvation. A high tower. You know, in those days, they had to have a high tower when the enemy came. If you... If you had a high tower to be in, you, you were definitely a lot safer. My refuge and my savior. So what is a foundation? I actually looked the word up. What is a foundation? A foundation is a, actually says a system of truth or the beginnings. Of course, you know, a foundation is the beginnings of a building. It's the first thing you, you must lay in order to build. But a system of truth. What is a system of truth? Well, I believe the system of truth is, well, it's the kingdom of God. It's, it's Jesus. And the beginnings. To start building on a good foundation, what do we need to start with? We need to start with salvation. A born-again experience. If we want to begin to build on a good foundation. I was, um, I was talking with a, a young man one time. And uh, he told me, he said, well, you wouldn't believe this. He said, I just got a text from a friend saying he just joined church so he could get a wife. And it's like, wow, that young man is not building on a good foundation. So we need a true born again experience to begin building on a good foundation. I'd like to read um, a short passage in Acts 4. Acts 4, verse 11 says, This is the stone which was set at naught of your builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So we have to come to salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ if we're going to build on a sure foundation. <coughs> There's another passage, uh, in first Peter chapter two. First Peter chapter two verse, uh, I'd like to start in verse five. Again, it says, ye are as lively stones, which are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in Scripture Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, it's precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stones which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And as the stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him, who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We need to be called out of darkness into his marvelous light. (coughs) The foundation you are building on cannot be inherited. It must be something that you choose, something that you want for your life, something that, that you desire to have. You can't inherit it from your parents you can't give it to your children. It has to be something they decide to build on. Okay, so moving on, I'd like to uh, to to look at a new passage in Matthew chapter seven. Now, let's turn there. <coughs> mm. Matthew chapter seven. The end here gives a a good some good illustrations on on two men and their houses and the foundations that they chose to build on. So let's go ahead and start in Matthew 7. Um, I think we'll start in verse 21. We'll just break in here and read to almost the end. It says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. (coughs) Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and thy name cast out devils, and done many wonderful works? And I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. So I'd like to go ahead and, and look at these two men. I named it Two Men in Their Houses. And I would like to look at some similarities between these two men. <coughs> Excuse me. So what are some similarities we could, we could draw from these two men? So one, I saw is, is both men had heard the same message. Both men knew the truth, and both men heard what Jesus had to say. It says, it says, for both of them, whosoever heareth these sayings, and then for the foolish man also says, everyone that heareth. So they both heard. Number two, we could see that both men were building a house. The foolish man and the wise man, both of them what set out, and were're building a house. Number three, we could see both men completed their houses. and I'd like to say that they were good houses. I believe both of them had good houses. Jesus didn't say the house was bad. Both of them had a good house. And number four, a bad storm came and hit both the houses. So those are all the similarities I could draw from, from, from reading the passage. So let's look at a few differences now. Number one, one man built on the rock and the other built on the sand. And number two, one house fell and the other didn't. So you can see there's a lot, there's a lot more similarities between these two men than there are differences that, that, I, that I found. And you know, I was thinking for our own lives, it's really the same. It says, there's there's really a one main difference in verse um, 24 at the beginning. It says, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. And then in verse 26, everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not. And I believe that is the main difference between these two men, one heard and did, and the other one heard and did not. You know, and if we're going to make it to the end of life, like First or 2 Timothy 4, 7, Paul said, I've fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. If we're going to keep the faith, I want to say we must have a working love-faith relationship with Jesus. We need to be building our house, our life on the Jesus and his teachings. And you can't separate Jesus and his teachings. They go together. In James 1 it says, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. And it scares me when we have a whole country of so many professing Christians that name the name of Christ and yet trample on his teachings. You know, our faith has to be in the Lord Jesus, a working love faith relationship. Cuz if we put our faith in anything else, we're going to fall. If we put it in the church, we're going to fall. If we put it in our families, if we put our faith into missions, if we put our faith into anything, we could be out casting out devils. We could be out healing people. We could be out prophesying and jesus will say i never knew you depart from me who work lawlessness or without law in their life you know and i like to say it's a little bit like a coin you know if i had a quarter up here and i split the quarter in half it'd be worthless you know we, we always say okay let's flip the coin heads and tails you know You have to have the head you have to have the other side of that quarter for it to be worth something. If I would get a a bandsaw and split a quarter, I actually thought about trying it, I didn't know. And splitting a quarter, it would be worthless. And that's a little bit like this, you know. We have to have a love-faith relationship with Jesus, but we have to be living in obedience to his teachings. And one without the other is worthless. We will fall if we have one without the other. Building on any other than Christ is building on the sand. In uh, Deuteronomy, I'll um, just turn there. 32 4, there's a verse. It says, Moses knew this too. He said, He is the rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are judgment. A God of truth, without iniquity, just and right is he. That is the God we serve. That is the God we are building our lives upon. Our foundation, our foundation is what stands between life and death for us. And I believe this is so important for us today because, you know, the storms of life are gonna hit us. You know, we're not gonna get away from it. And I like how the passage says, you know, it didn't say that, the storms are going to come knocking on the front door. He said the storms are going to come and beat. He said, Beat. They're going to beat against us. You know, the floods are going to rise, the winds are going to blow, and they're going to beat on us. And I believe they're going to beat on us. They're going to beat on our children. They're going to beat on our marriages. They're going to beat on us as a brotherhood. And if we don't have a firm foundation, we are going to fall. And I believe as the world gets darker and darker, it's just going to be harder and harder. Our, ha- our life must be built on the rock of Jesus and His teachings. In Isaiah, I'd like to read a verse uh, a few verses in Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59 verse 19, says, "So they, <clears throat> so they shall." So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood. We read that in Matthew. The enemy will come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. And the Redeemer, okay, in verse 20, these are the words of Jesus or God, and the Redeemer shall come to Zion, and unto them that turn the transgression, transgression, in Jacob, saith the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord: My Spirit that is upon thee, my words which I have put in thy mouth, shall not depart out of my mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, for thou, for out of the mouth of thy seed, seed, saith the Lord, from henceforth. For evermore, and you know that is the God we serve—a God that keeps His promises, a God that lifts up a standard against the evil one to protect us. But it's only true if our lives are built on His foundation. <coughs> Matthew sixteen, eighteen. Part of the verse says, "And upon this rock will I build my church." And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus says if we build on the rock, the very powers of hell are not going to beat us down. And I'd like to to close with a a very similar passage in Luke. I like the way Luke Luke wrote it in Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verses 47 and 48 is very similar to to Matthew. He says it a little differently, though. It says, um, I think we'll start, yeah, verse 47. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. Can't get any more clear than that. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon the house, and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man which found without a foundation built a house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of the house was great. So let's just remember that if we're going to live life and if it's worth living, we should be building on the rock of Jesus Christ and his teachings. And we will. We will last. We will stand when the storms of life come and we won't fall over because we're founded upon a rock. So thank you. Lord bless you.